0: Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Yes, You Are Brave. I'm Pawnee. I'm your host. Thank you so much for being here. Love that you show up. Let's talk brave. So today I wanna talk about being brave enough to show up as you are and do what you're able to do. Now, I know a lot of us, there's a whole lot of us that struggle with wanting to get things right, with wanting things to be perfect. And we struggle to do things because we don't feel like we can show up fully. We don't feel feel like we're in a place to show up. We don't feel like we can give it absolutely, positively everything. It's this perfectionism that gets in our way and it holds us back from what we, what we can contribute and what we can help others learn and what we can learn ourselves. And it keeps us isolated. This idea that we can only do things if we can do them perfectly. And I'm going to call BS on that. We don't have to... You don't have to just show up when you've got it all together, when you're all perfect. There is something to showing up and doing what you can and not worrying about the rest. So I had this little story that I've been kind of sitting on for a while that I wanted to share with you guys. So um, I remember the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and our congregations are mostly by geography, right? And so... the the congregation that I attend, Meeting House not too far away, is a, well, there's family wards and there's singles wards in the church. And those are, I feel like, pretty self-explanatory. There are congregations that are just single people. And um, I decided last year to start going to the family ward after a lot of years of going to just singles wards. And so, it changed, of course, a bit. The dynamic is different, and not not bad, just different. And so, there are um, our sacrament meetings, our main meeting, um, are centered around the sacrament, which is similar to communion, I think. And there are that is handled by men. Um, particularly the young men, they, they handle it. They, they do all the things, um, similar to, I think kind of what altar boys do. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but, um, so there are the ones that actually like blessed and things they're 16, I think, 16 to 18. And then the younger, um, younger boys, I guess, uh, they, they pass it. And then there's a different set that help prepare it. It's, it's a whole thing. So, um, when I started going last summer to the family ward, there were a couple of there weren't a whole lot of young men the age that were like blessing the sacrament. That there were um, the ones that would sit on the stand and and um, for that for that and but there was a couple of them and they're all very well dressed and very well behaved and all those things and I mean they don't wear they just wear white shirts ties sometimes they wear suits but let's be honest a lot of teenage boys. They don't have suits because they're still growing <laughs> unless they had a suit that's handed down from an older brother. Most of them just wear white shirts and ties um, and nice dress, just dress, dress pants. Well, there was this, this one, this one young man that was, this is what he did. He was, um, he was blessing the sacrament every Sunday and once, and he was always really well put together, you know, just always really well put together, had bright, Curly red hair, and but it was, he was—he was just always really put together. Looked really nice. Was very reverent. All those things. And one day, and we, my my sister, I, I go with my sister and her family. We sit fairly close, um, just a couple rows back from from them. So we have a pretty good view of the of them, pretty close view. And one Sunday, I noticed when they stood up um, that he didn't seem quite as put together. I didn't, couldn't really put my finger on it, but it was like, okay, he didn't, he looked a little different than, than he normally did. And I thought, oh, he's probably like woke up late or whatever. Um, he was still on time and everything, but I just figured he probably woke up late. No big deal. Well, then at the end of when the sacrament is over, the young men, all of them that are involved, they go sit down with their families. And so as That ended, they all go to sit down and he was the one that was sitting the furthest in on the stand. So he was the last one off. There's three of them that were sitting on the stand and I noticed he he stood up, he leaned down and he got crutches (laughs) and he came down off the stage very carefully because there was a couple of steps, um, on crutches and not only was he on crutches, um, he had quite the big cast on his leg and he was in basketball shorts um it was clear like when you saw him it was very clear that it it was not like um it was not the like the plaster cast it was like the cast that you get before like when you first go to the doctor and they're waiting for like the swelling to go down or whatever um so it was like bigger than normal and he was like i said he was he clearly just broken his leg and because that particular cast is bigger than a normal than the regular cast, I think he couldn't get he couldn't get dress pants or any other pants over over his cast. Um, but I was just so impressed because he could have just been like, "No, I'm not going today. I don't want to go today. I don't feel good. Just broke my leg, um, <laughs> and I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. Somebody else can do it." And also, like, I know I would have been a little bit embarrassed maybe to, like, show up in basketball shorts to church, right? But it wasn't because he was being disrespectful. It was just simply that's the only thing that he could, I'm sure that he could get over his his cast. He was literally in a cast from, like, that cast was just below his knee to, like, his toes, okay? And I was so impressed that he just showed up and he did what he could. Um, and then the next week he came and he was in a regular cast, like the plaster cast. And he just showed up every week and he did what he was asked to do. Like he helped with the sacrament, he blessed the sacrament and um, every week on crutches. And (laughs) the whole time he was, he had a cast, he was on crutches for like, about a month or so. And then he was in a boot for a while. And I mean, it was only the first week that he was in basketball shorts. The next week he wasn't in like dress pants. He was in, normally he was in dress pants, but the next week after he'd broken his leg, he was in like really loose fitting jeans (laughs) and he wore really loose fitting jeans for a while, obviously, because that's what he could fit over his his cast. But I was so impressed with that. Just showing up, um, it wasn't perfect Right? It wasn't an ideal situation necessarily. Nobody wants to break their leg. Nobody plans on breaking their leg. But he showed up every Sunday and he did what he could do. And he let that be enough. And I think that there's a great lesson in that because so many times I feel like, oh, well, I can't do all these things that I want to do for somebody, or I can't do this, or I can't do that. I, I can't show up exactly the way that I want to so I'm not going to show up at all and I feel like that we do ourselves a huge disservice when we don't show up because we don't feel like we can give everything and so we don't show up at all we don't give anything and I think we we do ourselves a disservice and we do others a disservice as well like I feel like I learned so much from that young man him showing up blessing the sacrament in in basketball shorts and I think that that is something that we need to allow ourselves to do. We need to allow ourselves to show up, even if it's not perfect, and do what we can do. There were a few things that he couldn't do. He he had to let others do a little bit more, I think, than, than maybe normal. But he did everything that he could do. And there are so many things, so many times when we... We can do some things. We maybe we can't do it all, but we can show up and we can do some of the things. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. This whole idea that like we don't we have to show up and we're supposed to be be there and we're supposed to be perfect and there's all these expectations is a bunch of crap. And it's just a way of stealing our it's just a way of giving away our joy letting other things steal our joy and, and take away what we can give because you can contribute so much even if it's not perfect. You can serve other people, you can help other people, you can contribute to society even if it's not perfect, even if it's not what other people are contributing. If Even if it's not as much, doesn't seem like it's as much, there's so much that you can give and you can help with even if it's not the picture that you have in your head or what you would like to be able to do. And I would also say like, not even in just serving other people and doing for others and helping others, although that's amazing, but just showing up for yourself and what you can actually do. If you feel like there's something that you wanna do, But the whole thing seems really big, and like it's a lot, and you can't do it. But you want to get it all done. You show up and you do the first little tiny itty bitty baby step, or you work on it for 10 minutes if that's all you have. Then do 10 minutes. Another example, a little bit uh, maybe churchy example. So I, I've struggled the last couple years. I'm not going to lie to you. I've struggled a lot with my faith and feeling like I didn't fit in and all these things. And one of the reasons was that I had kind of gotten away from my study of the scriptures, my reading the scriptures and studying and all of those things. It just, there's a lot of reasons. One of them being I don't do well without really, I do much better with structure. And I didn't quite, I haven't had that as much the last couple of years. And so getting back into that was hard because I had this idea in my mind that I needed to sit down for 20, 30 minutes. And I needed at least, and I needed to have really meaningful, deep scripture study. And I needed to be writing notes and I needed to be all these things. I had this idea, this picture of what it should be. And when I, when I had that picture, as I held on to that picture, I didn't ever do it. None of it ever got done. And I was never reading. I was never growing in that particular way. And so finally, um, was actually, I, I saw something on, on Instagram about building the first two minutes of a habit. And they talked about how you can't improve a habit unless you have a habit. And so, I decided that I was going to rebuild this habit, reestablish this habit in my life because I was trying to go back to this habit that I had had a long time ago, where I was reading for 20, 30 minutes a day and having really great study sessions and all of that, but I hadn't been there in a long time. And so I decided I was going to show up and do what I could. And it was kind of an overwhelming thought, to be perfectly honest, even just showing up and doing it was hard. And so, I decided I was going to set a timer, and I was just going to read for five minutes. And whatever I read, that was fine. If if I got nothing out of it, I was just going to work on the habit. And so I did that. I literally set a timer on my my watch. Um, I picked up my scriptures and I read for five minutes. And when it when it went off, I was like, at, at first, first like couple weeks, it was like it went off, and I was like, sweet, stuck the thing in, stuck the. The bookmarking closed it and that was it that was all I could handle and I'm not even sure I started with five minutes I might have started with three minutes for a couple for a couple weeks and then I went up to five and um honestly I'm still reading by a timer now I'm doing more um I'm I think my timer is set for six minutes and a lot of times I will continue to read and I'm marking now and I'm actually having a little bit more meaningful <laughs> um study at the moment, but that has taken me, oh gosh, it's, it's, it's coming up on probably close to, um, eight months now of just reestablishing the habit, showing up and doing what I could. I didn't feel like I could do an hour or a half an hour or even 20, 30 minutes of, of, of reading, let alone like really studying. But I worked to establish that habit again five minutes at a time so I would encourage you this week to think about something if there's something that you feel like you can't show up in the way that you want um, whether it is something that you're doing for other people you're serving other people or maybe you're just something that you want to show up for yourself but you don't feel like you can do it fully in the way that you want The picture doesn't fit the picture that you have in your head. I want you to show up anyway. Show up as you are, okay? Show up as you are and do what you can do, okay? Even if it's in basketball shorts (laughs) and a sandal or a sneaker or it is you're setting a timer for two to three minutes just to get yourself back in the habit but show up for yourself first of all show up for yourself set that build that habit of showing up for yourself coming as you are showing up for yourself doing what you can do and then not worrying about the rest of it because worry what do they say about worry it just steals tomorrow's joy and so this week i want you to be brave and i want you to show up Whatever it's for, show up as you are, come as you are, do what you can, and don't worry about the rest. Because we've all got to start somewhere. And that little little act of showing up is going to carry you if you keep doing it. Keep showing up, keep doing the work, and you know what, you're going to get a lot farther than you think you are. You can do this and you never know the lives that you're going to impact along the way. Okay, first of all, it could be very well, could be and should be your own life that you show up for and you rebuild and you can do that five minutes at a time showing up. I have completely rebuilt my life and my faith five minutes at a time by showing up. And you never know who you're going to teach and who you're going to serve by showing up as you are. I cannot tell you the impact that a 16 year old kid had on my life by showing up in basketball shorts and serving like he had been asked to serve, even though it wasn't perfect. So you never know who you can impact and you never know the growth that you can have for yourself by showing up as you are and doing what you can. You're amazing. You're wonderful. I love you. And I believe in you. Yes, I believe that you are brave enough to show up as you are and do what you can. Have a fantastical day. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and the link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.